We have all heard about the importance of starting out our day with a healthy breakfast. And I bet there isn't one of us who doesn't enjoy a delicious dinner. But what about lunch? Today I'll be talking about this sometimes forgotten, often short-changed meal, especially during our work days. Stay tuned to discover how you can make more of your midday meals on the next episode of Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose. You are listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. For more information or to listen to more episodes, visit TeresaRose.com. Welcome. I'm Teresa, and I am so glad that you are here with me today. Today's topic may not be the sexiest one from my book, I admit it, Uh, but it is sure important to our health, our vitality, our success. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Here is the excerpt from the strategy for the love of lunch in the Meals and Z's chapter of my book, Mindful Performance, How to Powerfully Impact Profitability, Productivity, and Purpose. When I work with clients on mindful culture consulting and leadership training, I observe how they are taking care of themselves or not. So many workers bounce back and forth from being overwhelmed to being disengaged, and it becomes apparent in how they treat themselves. There is a growing number of smart leaders who promote healthy self-care, knowing it improves employee engagement and performance. However, there are still lots of others who have fostered unhealthy cultures where team members don't invest in taking care of themselves for fear that they will be slackers or not as committed to the cause as their coworkers. Nowhere is this more present than the humble lunch hour. How many times have you scarfed down lunch at your desk or skipped it altogether because you are, quote, too busy? When you do eat lunch, what do you choose? Do you have fast food, vending machine selections, or donuts from the break room? We have allowed lunch to be relegated to an afterthought instead of giving it the love it deserves. Consider reorienting yourself to the importance of lunch. It is a critical meal to refuel your body for the second half of your workday, the half that may be even more productive than the morning. It is also time for you to step away from the craziness and digital devices that keep you spinning at a higher frequency. When mindfully prepared, you can also use it to keep those nasty extra pounds at bay because you're eating healthier, more filling foods that will keep you from that 3 p.m. sugar crash so many of us suffer from. Don't let lunch be an undervalued task you rush through. Plan for it ahead of time to set yourself up for success. Make your lunch either the night before or in the morning, making sure you wake up early enough to pack your lunchbox without having to be stressed out. Choose plenty of foods that will keep your energy high. Protein, fruits, vegetables, and nuts are great solutions. Get those little plastic containers so you can have a variety of options. Pack two cloth napkins so you can use one and have the other as a placemat. Of course, always have a sturdy water bottle available so you can hydrate yourself instead of loading up on caffeine or sugar. If you're going out to eat because it's necessary, not because you failed to plan, then treat it as if you were preparing your own lunch. 
Don't let the delectable offerings sway you from making good choices about your health. If you know you have a challenging time resisting the bread basket or the dessert tray, drink extra water to fill yourself up immediately before going out. If you find yourself ordering something that isn't quite as nutritionally balanced as you would like, then immediately ask the server for a to-go box so you can put half of it away as soon as your meal is served. If the food is in front of you, you will eat it, sometimes completely without awareness. However, if you put it in the to-go box right away, you're far less likely to break into the styrofoam and dig into that food. Not only will your colleagues, customers, and superiors know you're mindful eating, they will make extrapolations about your competency as a professional. If you eat in a conscious way, then you are likely to work consciously as well. You'll be respected and envied while seeing the benefits inside and out from the choices you've made. Lunch deserves love, and it will love you in return. So what part of that strategy are you doing really well with? And what part could you improve upon? Can you make some small but significant changes today, tomorrow, the next day, to get in better alignment with this incredibly important midday meal? Where can you pay just a little more attention on this element of mindful eating so you can feel better, more energized, more creative for the second half of your day? Drop me a line and let me know how it goes, will you? And if you are like me, some days I make really great food choices. For example, today I made myself a delicious salmon salad filled with yummy veggies and accompanied by healthy but still edible crackers. Yesterday, however, I had a burger with fries and hollandaise sauce, so I am certainly not one to preach a perfect diet. But I do try to honor my relationship with food as much as possible because when I'm consciously eating instead of mindlessly eating, I look better, feel better, create better, show up for others better, and sleep better. So I hope you've enjoyed this mindful performance and practice segment and stay tuned for the Coach Corner where I'll be answering a dating question I received the other day. Here's a hint. It involves lunch. You've been listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network. Today's question for the Coach Corner came to me over Instagram. A follower wrote, My ex read a lot of your stuff, and I remember it being extremely useful. Any advice for a guy starting back at the beginning? Now, this may be a thinly veiled attempt at asking me out. It is Instagram, after all. I get my fair share of random DMs from lovelorn Romeos from all over the globe. And if it is, in fact, a request for a date, sorry, Charlie, no can do. However, I also know that I get asked all the time for dating advice. I'm not sure why (laughs) I'm not really that qualified to give it, given my history and dating record. But hey, I'll give it a go nonetheless. So let's talk about getting back into the relationship pool. First, I would recommend that you make 100% sure that you are showing up as strongly as possible. Have you worked on yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually? Are you whole and complete in and of yourself? 
Have you freed yourself of any toxicity in thought or substance that may inhibit you from attracting a healthy mate? Because the most important thing we can do to find an amazing person to be with is to be an amazing person to be with. Step one. Step two, start doing fun things that involve getting out of the house, being around other people. Even better, find ways to give back to your community or your organization that you feel passionate about. You'll find people that have the same interests as you do. But don't look for Mr. or Ms. Wright at that very first event, okay? Because you want to be there because you want to be there, not because you're trying to go for some response. Be satisfied by the act itself and keep going back. What's going to happen is that you will start to add quality people to your orbit. The person with whom you end up going out with may not even be at those events, but you may become friends with really cool people who have siblings. You'll be invited to social gatherings. You'll naturally be connecting to others who will introduce you to other interesting people. If you are an amazing person, refer back to step one. And step three, invite one of those cool people to lunch, somewhere fun, light, reasonably healthy. It will tell that person something about you, that you want to spend time with them in the daylight hours without the extra pressure of a nighttime date date or the influence of alcohol. It will also convey information about you to your potential mate that you make good choices about your diet and self-care, my friends, is a turn on. All right. Nobody wants to be in a relationship with someone who's falling apart. Jabba the Hutt was single and had to chain a woman to himself for a reason. Okay. I wouldn't recommend it. Finally, I want to offer up that trying too hard never really works in these situations. Uh, watch pot doesn't boil and a swipe right doesn't necessarily turn into love. Take care of yourself both inside and out so you can bounce back from the bummer of a breakup and get back on the horse when the time is right. So good luck, my Instagram friend, and may you find success with your next love connection. If you have a question or problem you want my advice on, please do not hesitate to reach out to me over social media. I can be found at Teresa Rose Presents on Facebook and Instagram and Teresa Rose on Twitter. Or you can send me an email to the show at mindfulperformances at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you, and I hope I can help you deliver those all-important mindful performances at work, at home, and all day long. Coming up in the next segment, I'll be doing a tasty little visualization about self-care and the fuel we take in. So stay with me for your Meditation Minute. You've been listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network. Now that we've talked through the value of nourishing ourselves and how that can help us show up better for those around us, let's spend a few minutes visualizing ourselves in a healthy, vibrant body that gets the nourishment it needs to thrive. <sighs> Breathe deeply a few times with big, hungry breaths. <sighs> Let oxygen fill deep down into your lungs. Imagine that the breath is going into your belly 
and filling it with life force energy. With each inhale, you are taking in the perfect amount of energy your body needs to cleanse its cells of toxins. And with each exhale, you're releasing those toxins and any other unwanted thoughts that are keeping you from being in perfect alignment with your digestive system and your total health. Breathe in health. Breathe out dysfunction. Breathe in satisfaction. Breathe out denial. Breathe in vitality. Breathe out fatigue. As you continue to breathe with intention, imagine yourself enjoying the procurement and preparation of healthy food. See yourself taking good care of yourself in this critical way. Imagine yourself cutting those cords to junk foods that taste oh so good but aren't good for you. See yourself savoring every bite you take at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Imagine that the food gets broken down into its nutrients in the best possible way for your body, fueling it, fueling you without fattening you. Show gratitude for the delicious meals that you're blessed to enjoy today and every day. Not everyone is as fortunate as we are to have those healthy meals. So take an extra moment in your mind's eye now just to feel appreciation for the food you eat and the life you have. You are blessed. You are nourished. You're perfectly satisfied. And when you enjoy your next meal, dear listener, I hope you take an extra moment before digging in to visualize its conscious, healthy consumption and integration into your body. Because you deserve it. And now, as always, we finish off the episode with a little blast of comedy in the Laugh It Off segment. As a stand-up and corporate comedian, I believe it's critical to include laughter as part of our everyday lives. But you know what bugs me? 
I hate going to restaurants and the servers kneel down to the ground so their heads are at breadbasket level and they say in an overly perky, super phony tone, Hi, I'm Amanda and I'll be taking care of you today. Really? You'll be taking care of me, Amanda. What are you, 12? Oh, okay. As long as you're offering to take care of me, I'll take a bikini wax, an anti-aging cucumber facial, and a well-funded IRA. Can you help me with that, Mandy? No? Then how about you get up off the floor and get me some chicken tacos and a mojito? Just kidding. I'd never do that. But I'm tempted every single time. Thank you so much for listening to Mindful Performances today. I hope you're leaving me more inspired than when we started together. So if you enjoyed today's episode, I would be most grateful if you left a review and shared it with your friends. I'm passionate about sharing my real-world practical mindfulness strategies while also giving you a big old blast of mojo from my heart to yours. So if you haven't subscribed, please do so now so you don't miss a single episode. Not only am I doing my full episodes on the first and third Tuesdays of every month, I'm now producing the occasional bonus episode that gives you a quick glimpse into a mindful moment when the mood strikes me. They're no longer than seven minutes, so they'll be just the nudge you need to keep making those good choices and living that good life. Please connect with me on your favorite social media platform so you can get those Teresa Rose warm fuzzies every dang day. And don't forget to send me your questions for the Coach Corner at mindfulperformances at gmail.com. If you'd like to learn more about my speaking, coaching, comedy, and writing services, check me out at teresarose.com. So take care, dear one, and I hope, like me, you make it an amazing day. Bye-bye. If you liked what you've just heard, then go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. Visit TeresaRose.com to listen to more episodes of Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.